Hello my lovelies, I'm Jay Aquinenza and these are going to be your Aquarius season messages for Aries. Hello Aries. Okay, you can see me on the screen pulling the cards right now. I'm going to get stuck right into these. You had quite a few jumpers from the tarot cards and even there there's a message that comes through immediately and it ties into this card that you see me pulling out right now which is called from the starseed oracle let's have a little read of that while i continue pulling the cards on the screen and these are the phrases it says oh let me oh it doesn't matter soul gifts and training it's time to step up and it says you came to earth with a double mission to grow as a soul and to bring about a shift in consciousness now aquarius got this so if you've watched the aquarius message which is for everyone you would have heard that in there they didn't get the same card but they did get the same message and it makes sense because there was a real aries vibe in the aquarius message obviously because you are the third house of aquarius but aquarius is your 11th house so uh, your cards are fine everywhere as well um so it makes sense to me that they would be that right how you're showing up how you're working with others all of that gets stepped up now let's read this it says the best way to fulfill these personal and collective purposes is to trust what it is that your soul is calling you toward for it's encoded within the most direct path forward your soul has many unique gifts that it came here to share some of you may already be aware of, sorry some you may already be aware of others you're just beginning to uncover you're being called to remember that your soul intelligently chose the perfect conditions to carry out your soul's mission and share your soul's gifts. If you're being called toward a creative project, a passion or an adventure, this card is your confirmation that you're facing the right direct, the right way and that this moment right here is destined. And that's the North Node in your sign saying that to you. If you're being under, if you're feeling underprepared or thinking, who am I to do that? This card is guiding you to step up and leap and consider perhaps, perhaps that your soul has been training for this moment right here for lifetimes. There's a starseed activation message and it says, I call forth the soul gifts and soul training that I've received throughout all of my lifetimes. I'm ready to embody them all now without hesitation or fear. I fully commit to being here now. I'm ready to step into my soul's highest and most potent calling i've been training for this for lifetimes now here's the interesting part it talks about soul gifts and i don't know how many of them already jumped out because i wasn't watching the screen but you got three of the sixes that fly out three of them and the first one was the six of pentacles then the the second six was um the six of wands and then finally it was the six of cups and within those, Saturn also came up with the world. Now, you didn't get the Six of Swords, which is literally about putting everything in the boat and moving forward. Like, I don't know where I'm going, but I know I'm not going back. Uh, and that's the Aquarius cards. Maybe that's the, the sign that this is the season for you to move forward in that way. But remember, we all go in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. You know, no one gets anywhere unless we all go together. Uh, we move forward together. So that may be a theme for you that's coming up. But what you've heard me say this so many times, the sixes are gifts. The six of wands, it's leading by example. That is the gift. Like if you embody it, if you do it and think about what you've been doing, think about what you're proud of, think about everything that you've been through, 
even the stuff that you're not proud of right but by showing up from that place that is a gift that is a gift to yourself it is a gift to other people when you get the so six one six of pentacles you got first that is the gift of doing like when you give whatever you do the gift is in the moment it's not what you get as you know what you'll pay me for this although that is nice right and there are cards that govern that as well but it first and foremost the gift is that you get to do it not that you have to do it but you get to do it and the final gift was the six of cups which is the gift of the past so these are all gifts that you are bringing in together now and you are going to hopefully this season harness them all in the gift of moving forward so we have a lot of gifts coming up right it was amazing how that came up and you have saturn in your 12th house right you have saturn in pisces headed your way um i know a lot of saturn in aries people both who will be experiencing their first saturn return and their second saturn return it's the olympics as i've been calling it and you guys are in training for those olympics um what was the other thing i wanted to say around that so it, it's the way that you have used these in the past or even like things that you think you're moving away from or letting go of they are still gifts for you for what you go to do now it, it's your calling you're called to do something it's a pull it's magnetic that's how it feels let's read you crow and crow says spiritually strong creative watchful the crow has long been a symbol of magic a crow personality is drawn to the supernatural and has a gift there's that word again for seeing the unseen knowing the unknown it is said that the crow holds within its mind's eye the three realities past present and future crow energy is potent and should only be tapped into when the mind is clear those with crow tendencies must balance their lives with a healthy diet joyful friends and regular self-study when in balance psychic strong clear when out of balance ungrounded hypersensitive to bring into balance daily meditation sorry daily meditation practice so it talked about the gift of the past the present and the future and if you think about the sixes that came up right the six of cups is the past the gift of the past the the six of pentacles i mean if you and even the six of wands it is that space between what you've done and how you're showing up right now so the six of cups is the past the six of wands is how you're showing up about the past in the present and the six of pentacles is the present what you're doing right now what you give right now so think about the card that's missing the six of swords it's how you move into the future and the message of the six of Wands, the six of swords i mean that's your message your message is there already it came up very immediately this is just going to illustrate it um pretty profound stuff going on here you have a so that's aquarius but you have a full moon in your fifth house in in leo which is going to be I, I, this will be how you express it so very creative time it could be a change in your creativity or what it is that you do now so have a look at this you got the four of wands in the past this is everything you've done up until this point it you know even the called card said that this is a foundation from which you move forward now from wherever it is whatever you have done um, you could have already changed jobs. You may have already decided to change where you live. You know, there can be mon there can be typical kind of mundane expressions of this. I'm not taking this. I've got a little cut on my hand and it's messing up how I shuffle. I'm going to have to just shuffle like this, I think. 
um but ready to build on this ready to pull out some new moves right but i mean it's interesting because we've got the four of wands here we've got the five of swords over here with the two of wands and it's almost like for you to make this change before there's always been conflict around that it's always been like kind of agitated it's always been a trade-off right it's never felt clear-cut um and I can relate to this, you know, one of the, the statements that I've been making, if you're on the Discord server, then you've heard this, is every time I've made a change in the past, it's been because I was unhappy or my situation wasn't good or, you know, it was just shit. And I wanted to be better. Now, for the first time in my life, and it's got a lot to do with Aries, I've got the North Node in my um, fourth house. Um, my fourth house cusp is Aries my Chiron is there my Jupiter is there so it's all Aries led I can tell why that message has come up for you guys this is the first time that I've, I've let go of um doing personal readings which I was really good at something that I was successful at and I enjoyed but is that all you I was called to do right so for the first time in my life and which is why I had a lot of grief I've had a lot of grief around I still do around leaving that part of my life behind it's because I loved it so much there was nothing wrong with it. I wasn't done with it. I wasn't fed up with it. I totally celebrated how far I've come. So you may have something like this in your life right now. This is why I want to make this very clear. Because you've got the Nine of Cups here. You've got the Nine of Cups that moves to the Eight of Cups. So it speaks to this part. You may be good at it. It may be something that your heart desires. It may be something that you're amazing at. But is that what you have been called for? Think about that in yourself. You know the answer to that judgment uh, so far every single reading i've done has had judgment come out of it it's pluto of course all right so let's get one for this four of wands king of cups okay whatever it is that you've been doing up until this point it could be a whole bloody life right with the king of cups coming up there it has shown you about your own feelings about the relationship that you have with your own feelings whether good bad ugly right wrong whatever it is that you feel that comes up within you happiness sadness fear you know whatever but this shows em emotional intelligence emotional mastery in some senses which doesn't mean you control your emotions it means your emotions don't control you there's a big difference so you still feel all the stuff that you feel but you're ready to pull out some new moves you know how to manage your emotions around this right let's see what, where this five of swords is going it's interesting to me that the five of swords comes up because the six it's the card after it is the six of swords that's the card that's missing that came out at the beginning right you got the queen of swords twice that is your seventh house that is libra energy coming up there very strongly for you with the south node is there i mean i, I guess that's something to say then right because in terms of, we always talk about with Aries, oh, Aries, you've got the North Node in your sign, but you have the South Node in your seventh sign, uh, in your seventh house, sorry. You have the South Node there, opposite. So as much as you're affected by the North Node, you are making changes in your relationships, in how you show up, in how you relate to other people. Um, you've heard me say this, the shadow side, I'm not saying the shadow side of you guys, but the shadow side of the North Node in Aries is to be a bully is to not give a shit what other people think not to care about anyone else and i think yes the the north node in aries gets us to take healthy risks to show up fully to own where we've allowed relationships to 
hinder our creativity and to hinder who we are, expression of who we are. But it doesn't mean that we just ditch. I mean, that would be the shadow of South Ned in Libra, which is just to ditch everyone. I don't want any relationships. You know, it that it, it's too easy to do that. It's too easy, I think, to do that. And with the focus on the North Node, which can indicate an insatiable hunger. That's how the ancients saw the North Node. They saw the nodes as the head of the North Node was the head of the dragon and the South, the tail. And so yes you know with the tail swishes and clears out the south node but we can have an insatiable hunger um for the north node so how much is too much we can ask there as well and that's why they always balance each other and you see that coming up for you with the queen of swords coming up twice and i always see swords or air energy as facilitating relationships all three of the air signs we're in an air season right now they speak about relationships Gemini is with like siblings and our peers. Um, Libra is people that we get into contracts with, be it romantic or business or whatever. And then with Aquarius, we're looking at collective relationships, how we work collectively together. They are relationships. So this is you, what you've done. This is how you have, I don't want to say mastered, but your emotions do not control you with this. Everything that you've been up to, that's something to celebrate. But there's still conflict in, is this the right thing to do, is the wrong thing to do? I mean, even with everything that I've said, it's like, well, how do I know, Jay? How do I know what I'm called for? How do I know that, you know, whether I fight too much for this or don't fight or what do I do? Remember with the Queen of Swords, she knows that she has a story. You have a story. You've become who you are through everything that you've experienced in your life. But other people have stories too. That That's the thing to remember. We don't need to know their stories. We don't even know their stories a lot of the time. And someone can tell us literally word for word their whole story. It doesn't mean we even grasp, you know, um, it's the tip of the tip of the iceberg of what how they experienced it. And it's the same with you. But it's for you to know your story. So the two of ones, I think this, there's a this thing about a creative spark now. Two of ones going in a new direction. That's an Aries card. Page of ones is that creative spark. It's the muse. But with the Five of Swords and the Queen of Swords, it's like, how do I think about this? How do I tell this story? What is this new story that I'm going in to tell? Is it the right one? Is it the wrong one? Now, there isn't a right or wrong. That's the thing with the Five of Swords. Five of Swords is a victory card, but it's an empty victory. And what it reminds you going, you know, straight out the gate is that there's no, if we're thinking in terms of reward and punishment, right or wrong, then we're kind of cheating ourselves out of half. We're only giving ourselves half the experience. It will be both. So if we don't know how it will turn out, if we don't know whether we'll win or lose, and even if we do win, it'll be an empty victory or whether we lose, it will be an empty loss, right? It's not a complete loss. Then what we look at is our motivation for what we're doing. What is the motivation for what we're doing? She is fearless, the Queen of Swords. Why? Because damaged people are dangerous. They know they can survive. That takes care of the fear part, right? It's that whatever happens, it will change me. My story will change. And how that changes you, well, that's on you, right? But let's see what she... Because she, she's come up here and she's come up there. Yep, change in perspective. Whatever you're dealing with... Wow, and we've got the Wheel of Fortune, which is... 
to get my fourth one skin. I'm wondering if you guys are thinking of changing jobs. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be, right? It, it depends where you've got Aries in your chart. If you're an Aries rising, that's you that's changing. And then that's where the Queen of Swords comes up. But if you're an Aries son, or if you're just watching it because you've got some other placement in Aries, um, then yeah, that depends. That'll be a different area. But with the Hangman, this there is something that's being released here. There's a story that you're releasing, right? And it it's a story of how you dealt with conflict, how you've taken on challenges. That's what's being released. That maybe you're going beyond winning and losing now. And I, I love that idea of that with the Hanged Man, because this is a card of sacrifice and surrender, but it's seeing it from a different pers perspective. When the Hanged Man comes down from there, he leaves an identity up wherever he's hanging from because he's flipped himself upside down he sees he doesn't change the world he changes himself right so he hangs upside down he sees the world from a different perspective he has a new truth that emerges within him and if you've been in limbo if you've been you know because four of wands is great but it's a pause so if you've been kind of paused maybe even resting on the laurels of past victories, like I did so well, or I've done this, but what's my next move? I don't know what my next move is. The Wheel of Fortune is saying it's time. It, it's time, right? You know, that keep your eyes open for opportunities. You'll see doorways, but first of all, we have to see them. And secondly, we have to walk through them. But what it will involve is a new version of you showing up, one that is relatable, one that is more communicative even because it's the Queen of Swords. But with the focus on how we relate to others through that. That's a key theme that's coming up. You know, whenever Aries is the I am, right? But in some ways, if you look at the air energy, it's who we are, right? It, it It's the relationships that we have with other people and with each other, how we speak to one another, how we share our truths, how we take in information. I've been saying this in the, in the weeklies, I'm going to say it here as well, in that, it is about us showing up fully, especially this season with North Ned and Aries. And that's why I used, you know, Goggins, the Goggins quote at the beginning of this, because I think he embodies that Aries and Aquarius energy really well in his own dynamic way. Right. None of us have to be that way and it can be a bit too much. I get that. But. In terms of. You and with, you know, you've got this, it's your 11th house, you're going through 11th house transit with Aquarius season. You don't have to come up with every dream by yourself, right? And that 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 is something I think is really important. That we've had this whole thing of like, you know, it's me. I need to, this is my mountain. I have to pick the mountain. I have to get my boots on. I have to go up the mountain. I have to get to the top. It's all been what you have to do alone. And a lot of the energy now is learning to work with others. We build things amazingly well together and you may not have the dream, but you may have the solution of how to make the dream come true. You may have the dream, but have no idea of how to do it. And then there's others out there that can help. But unless you start showing up and having these conversations with other people, um, you won't know, right? You won't know. So let's go to this nine of cups that comes up over here. Can't make this shut up. Two of cup. Well, the high priestess. And the eight, eight of cups keeps coming up as well. 
I think it's the, it's to do with this full moon in Leo. I, I mean, even though that's a Pisces card, that's Saturn in Pisces. Um, but it's that energy, and I know why Jupiter keeps coming up because it squares the full moon in Leo. Um, where did this come from? Oh, I was doing it for this. Okay. You know, I wasn't even sure. I'm going to keep it over here. I won't go to there yet. Oh, you've got the Eight of Cups here and the Eight of Cups here. Interesting. Okay. Fabulous. Right. Let's put these over here. Don't even know why I got that extra Ten of Pentacles, but hey, there we go. Nine of Cups, Heart's Desire. What you're grateful for. What you're happy about. It's emotional fulfillment. It's a Jupiter card. It's Jupiter in Pisces. Um as a transit but think about support think about how you like to support other people think about how you like to be supported with the high priestess coming out with that two of cups it is going to be that everywhere you look you find yourself and i've been saying this a lot in the discord server i say it in the outro to this as well that i mean just to use the discord server as an example as a community um and i know some of you are on there so you, you'll know this is everyone on there shows up with self-awareness Everyone on there shows up with, I mean, all doors are open. I said this the other day, all doors of self-expression are open on that server. And again, it's up to you if you want to take that door, how you show up once you walk through that door, right? And so everyone shares where they are. And they are with great vulnerability, people share on there. Some people share with great vulnerability what they've been going through. And the rest of us, we hold space then for those people that are sharing this openly. But we don't make it about each other. We are grateful to each other. Nine of Cups, grateful that we have this level of support um, from each other. And that there's people willing to read what we write. And just, you know, it, whether it's give us a heart or just bear witness to what we're going through, that is a big deal. But that's one of the things I've learned and that I appreciate so much about the, the group of people on there is that they don't make it about each other. They won't say to each other, oh, you did this to me and you said that to me. Uh, because no one does. If you're expressing purely from where you are, you just there's an invitation for people to engage with you from a similar place. I feel this. And someone else said, well, oh, I feel this. Like, you know, I get it. So this is gratitude in relationships. But with the high priestess, remember, she invites you through to have a look at your intuition. She's the keeper of all secrets. And this is what your intuition is telling you. Now, I want you to think about this because it's going to be individual for each of you. For I'm just going to straight up say this. Look at this with the Ten of Pentacles and the Eight of Cups coming up. Um, for, for some of you, you know, you know that a situation has run its course. Whether that's a business partnership, whether that is um one-on-one -on -one relationship. It doesn't mean you have to leave. It doesn't mean that. There's great gratitude here. Like, there's nothing blowing up or going nuts here. There's, you're, you're grateful. Six of Cups, right? That came up at the beginning. There's, It's the gift of this experience. But you see a different version of yourself now. You're ready to show up in a different way. In that case, you, we start showing up from that place. We don't show up from... Because there's a lot around what we've emotionally invested in. But it's an expansion of that. What can that be now? What are you called to do now? So you could be taking relationships to the next level. Like, you know, you've been dating. Now it's time to move in together or get married. Or you have a friend that, you know, you guys have been talking about your own separate ventures. And you realise, you know, maybe it's time for us to merge and we can build something together. It will go in whatever way it goes. Only you know that for yourself. 
but there is a surrender of something. So even if think about two best friends who decide that they want to give it a shot as a romantic relationship, the friendship in whatever form it was, it ends at that moment because it's becoming something new. So that's more what this talks about in terms of support, the way you get support, the support that you need. But there's an intuitive nudge here and it can come through with a sense of dissatisfaction. It can come through with, okay, I've gotten something out of this. And this is not about using people and ditching them. It's very Capricorn, right? Of um, I'm not saying Capricorns do that, but that's the shadow of Capricorn energy is that, you know, we can trample over five of swords can do that trample over you know broken bodies to get to our own goals that that's five of swords that's that's the shadow of capricorn energy with it and we all have that capacity within us we've got capricorn somewhere but with the ten of pentacles and um that's your legacy that's what you can that's this this calling and it may be that something that you thought that was your calling isn't it was great it's but it, if you hadn't done it you wouldn't know where you are right now to go out and connect in this way but there is an intuitive nudge and for those of you that know this you know this it speaks to that part of you now the high priestess always says you know she's very frustrating when she comes up she says you already know this especially when she's in the present you already know what that is and and it's really easy or it's easier i shouldn't say it's really easy because it's not but it's easier when everything looks like crap to leave a situation. It's much harder to leave a party that you're enjoying or to change it up, right? If everyone's enjoying something, it's more difficult. But in the long run, it will be more enjoyable. You know, there can be a sense of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But the thing is, if you know if we keep doing this, it will break tomorrow, then, then it's trusting that foresight, trusting that, that ability of like, if we don't make these changes now, then yeah, we might enjoy it today for the rest of the week. But after that, we may not. So there's an element of something that, you know, it might be great now, but you know that it's changing and it's shifting. And with a crow, right? It might look great now. Doesn't mean it will always be. And you know that there's something about that, that you know. So the eight of cups in the future. Six of wands. <laughs> These were the ones that came up at the beginning. Six of Wands, the world. The Hierophant. Again, we have an element of the past, present and the future that comes up within this. The Eight of Cups is banking. When when the person in the Eight of Cups walks away from the Eight of Cups, and don't have to literally, it's emotionally, right? It's because they know there's a Ninth Cup out there. That, you know, they're the wish fulfillment part of this. Now, where it's tricky for you is you already have nine cups. So this is not easy to recognise this and to own this and to state this. But with the six of wands, it says the eight of cups. If you're worried about what your partner will say or friends or family or whoever supports you, you lead by example. You know, sometimes, and you're a leader. That's what Aries is. It leads. First sign of the zodiac, right? That you lead by example. It's not, it's not by, you lead the charge, right? If we're going to look at, Aries as the kind of military leader and with my Lilith in, in Aries that's the kind of story that's been told about my past lives and stuff is you lead by example that people get the courage because Aries is doing it 
so you go forward with that six of wands and you showcase that which you love the most right and you and putting your best foot forward yes we may have gotten to this path you know the, the that's what the hierophant says that it's the the prescribed path this is how we've always done it but it doesn't mean that's how we always have to do it with saturn coming up here the world it's got an element of yeah that was how we did it for that period but we're done now we're going to do it in a different way and you guys lead the charge for that with the six of wands but it's not the old you that's that's the thing i want to say with the hanged man coming up here with this eight of cups ten of pentacles here with the high priestess this is a new version of you the high priestess is a decision so if you've been trying to you know battle your way through making a decision and everyone seems to be making a decision at the moment the high priestess is a decision card it's two right but the decision is made from a gut instinct it's a gut feeling and on paper it may not look like the best decision on paper it's it's like well this is doing well or this is you love this why don't you stay because you have this inkling of the future trust crow you have this inkling there's a different calling here and you're ready to wrap this cycle up so let's go to judgment judgment is pluto Whoa. i've got the lovers um, that is Gemini energy and you're going to have a lot going on in your own third house of Gemini um, when Jupiter shifts there in, when is it, in May, in a few months time. But I just want to say this, is that I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. But the thing is you win more battles that way <laughs> and not by being sly and smarmy. It's not got that feeling to it, but it is that sense because you're a warrior, right? And it's that sense of, yeah, I won battles that way before. Six of Wands is the homecoming hero. But here you're reborn into the lover part of that. And the lovers, they can speak to anyone. That's the whole point. That then don't try to make, they don't fight each other because they're different. They don't try to make the other person them. They don't try to, you know, they find a middle ground. They find a common ground. And if you have a head or heart decision to make, right, because think about it, how does a fighter think? I, can I fight that or can't I fight that? That's how a fighter thinks. But a lover will just love it, right? And then they know which direction to go in because their heart tells them. They know what they love. So with judgment, it's a rebirth. Um, there is a massive ending of a cycle coming in uh, for you here. You've got three of the big cards of change coming up. Wheel of Fortune, World and Judgment page of cups yeah i mean i love the page of cups here sitting underneath that king of cups because that's the next step you don't just achieve some level of mastery if you're really good and you can manage your emotions you're not ruled by them good then put yourself in more difficult situations right that where you can use those abilities where you can use that emotional intelligence that you've come up with Your reading is magic, Aries. Magic. I'm going to leave it right there with this card that comes up. It's the last six. There's your gift. This is the gift of moving forward. I said it right at the beginning. You know, I said this for the Aquarius reading. I think in the weekly. I don't remember. I did both of them together yesterday. And since I've now finished all... Um, God, I feel a little emotional all of a sudden. Um, since I finished the 
personal readings like I, I don't do personal readings anymore right so I've committed fully to being a collective reader these readings all feel different and when I sat to do the weekly yesterday and then the Aquarius one and even this it feels like my first days at a new job even though I've been doing this forever and I share that with you because not not because it's about me but that I understand that I may not be fully doing justice to the energy that I've stepped into but your reading is proof of what is now possible, I think, in terms of these readings, in that it's all been pointing like straight away from the first cards from when I started shuffling this gifts. What are your gifts? And now it's not the, you know, I heard someone talking about protection as service. Like, you know, we've always protected ourselves and protected our inner child, but now we're able to bring that ability to protect and defend and all that mars energy into a new place and this is your gift like you're you don't know where you're going i know you don't and you may not know what your calling is but you know it isn't what is there no matter how wonderful your life is at the moment even if it's not so great right you're ready for something new and you feel that you feel that and it is and that's that's what i would take from this that when you look at how you where do I go what do I do you've always thought like a fighter you've always seen it as a challenge like what can I take like you know Scorpio will always see it as how deep can we go into this uh, Capricorn's always going to see it as you know Scorpio wants to uncover everything what is there to uncover about this Capricorn's always going to see everything as a mountain so you present Capricorn with a flat ground they don't know how to move over it they're like well where's the mountain and there's something so massive about going from the five of swords to the lovers that there is no fight here now or you're doing this in a different way you're like a love warrior if i could be so cheesy as to say that but that's what moves you forward and that is the final gift that you're bringing forward you've got the other three gifts this is the final gift of let's move forward and let's put everyone in the boat and go let me know how you get on with that aries i'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now so before you go, let's arm you with a little bit of Aquarian insight, extra Aquarian insight. This is really all you need to know for this season and for the energy of Aquarius. And I've used the quotes of a double Aquarius. If his, um, if his birth time is correct, then he's like a one degree Aquarius rising. He's an Aquarius sun with a Taurus moon and that is David Goggins. Now, I love him, but I also have used him because I know a lot of people don't love him. A lot of people are really put off by his language. They find him too aggressive. And that's the reason I've used him. Not because I love him so much, but because I know the polarizing impact that he has on people. So let's go through his quotes. The, the one that I put at the beginning of this, and I couldn't reduce it down. I just used all of them. Is the first one uh, is the most important conversations you'll ever have are the ones you'll have with yourself. So those are the ones where people will think this about me. I can't do that. I'm going to hurt this person. It's the guilt. It's the shame. It's all of that. And those conversations happen within us. Then he also says, you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realizing your true potential. Well, we're not going to let that happen, right? This is where I think it's really important to realize that how, I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, who in the last year, and maybe even more than that, have experienced a lot of losses in their life, whether that's through death, whether that's people leaving. 
and it can be really easy to get comfortable. In fact, you know, even all the conversation around AI and governments and, you know, pandemics and all this kind of stuff that goes on, right? When it comes down to it, it's about how comfortable we want to be. You know, take care of me, look after me, um, you know, the ease at which we can have everything. Well, what, what did I hear someone call it the other day? Oh, diseases of privilege that illnesses and stuff that we have in our body just because life has become so easy. So those are the first few that I had and I posted those at the beginning of the video, but then I have two more for you and I've saved the best ones to last. Tell yourself the truth, that you've wasted enough time and that you have other dreams that will take courage to realize so you don't die a, a fucking pussy. Be more than motivated, be more than driven, become literally obsessed to the point where people think you're fucking nuts. Now, this is David Goggins, or Goggins, as he'd put it. This is very Goggins, actually. He has a split personality almost um, at his best. This is what he's like. And this is why he can be very polarizing. You don't have to be a Goggins. You don't have to use foul language. And yet he does what he does in the only way that he knows how to do it. Now, I watched a podcast of his, and you can watch it as well. It, it was posted on the 1st of January this year on Andrew Huberman's um, YouTube channel. You know, I love Andrew Huberman as well. That was like a dream come true. I knew it was going to be a great year as soon as I saw that podcast posted on the first day of the year. And here's the point, is that whatever you think of him, whether you think he's the best thing ever, if he's the best thing ever, then you can be like him. All he is is himself. If you think he's the worst thing that ever happened in the world and you don't understand why people like me keep raving about him, then be prepared for people to think the same thing about you. Either way, whatever your reaction to him is, that's what it means to truly show up and be who you are. And especially that bit where he said, you know, where people think you're fucking nuts. It's not, and you've heard me say this, and I hear him say it as well. In fact, why I love that podcast that you did with Andrew Huberman, you can see the Aquarian, you can see the Aquarian insecurity in him of where people don't get what he's doing and, you know, all the stuff that we use in an Aquarian language, he uses it. And I thought, I understand that, mate, because I have the same fears. I've had the same shadow of Aquarius come up within me. Now, we're all Aquarians this season and we're all being impacted by Pluto in Aquarius. And... You've heard me over the years, you don't even have to look at Goggins, you've seen me move from a place of insecurity to, I mean, I'm sure I've still got insecurities now, but to a stronger place within myself. And what I've realised over the years is, at first it was about, you know, oh, well, people don't get me, well, that's on them, right? Like, needing to make people stupid, um, and, and I didn't do it consciously, and I wasn't thinking that people were stupid, but it was just like, oh, they don't get me, I'm an alien, or they don't get, understand what I'm saying. Um, even the people that supported me, you know, and I was like, okay, well, they don't get me. That's fine. And you've heard me use phrases like, you know, oh, I'm offering up uh, a three course meal and they just want McDonald's and stuff. No, no. What I had to become okay with to, to even post any of this stuff and to be who I am now and to show up in a way where I'm really comfortable with who I am is I didn't have to get comfortable with people not really realizing I had a three course kind of Michelin star meal. I had to be okay with the fact that I'm serving at McDonald's, that everyone else already has their wonderful meals and stuff, that I'm serving at McDonald's. That's what you become okay with. However anyone takes you, it doesn't matter. Whether they think you're the biggest loser in the world, you know, 
Goggins posts his stuff all the time and you can see, you know, you'll hear, you'll see all sorts of comments where he's got childhood trauma, where, you know, this guy needs to be in therapy. What is he doing? You may think that and people may think that about you as well, but that's on them. It says more about us. Our thoughts about other people say more about us than they do about them. Why am I going on about this? Because that's your only job is to show up as you. I want you to think of a flower, think of a rose and whether that rose grows in a beautiful cultivated garden, whether it's growing wild in a field somewhere or whether it's growing through the cracks of a pavement in a dirty, smoggy, polluted city, the rose is a rose and so are you. That's all you can do. All you can do is be who you are. And it's the courage to be who you are. That's what you're asked for now. That is what makes you so unique. And it isn't about, you know, when Goggins goes around, he does loads of things that most people don't even know about. You know, that he jumps out of planes to put out fires. He does all sorts of things. And he doesn't go on about them and nobody knows because he's not doing it for anyone else. He could do a lot more interviews. He could do a lot more stuff. And, you know, a lot of people do think he's a poser. I don't find him a poser at all. And I've read both of his books and watched most of his interviews that he's ever done, his podcasts. He doesn't do that many because it would deter him from his own path. He doesn't mind sharing some of his stuff, but otherwise he just gets on with his life. And that's all you're doing. You're getting on with your life. So I hope if you take nothing else away from this season, that you will take away the point that you are here to just be you, to grow into whatever it is that you are, an oak tree, a rose, um, you know, ivy across um, the front of a building, but whether, and whether you grew up in a cultivated garden, whether you're growing up in, you know, inner city madness, or whether you're wild, out in the wild somewhere growing, that's all you can be. All you can be is who you are, and it's your job to be that fully. I hope you will do that. I hope you will take that to heart. I just want to say I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. I really, really appreciate that. Please give a shout out. And I give a shout out. I give my thanks, my love, my appreciation to everyone that donates because they're literally keeping the lights on all by themselves at the moment. Um, they make all of this possible. Thank you to everyone that interacts with me. That's on the Discord server. There's a link in the description. If you'd like to join the Discord server, you can. I've noticed with uh, um, a few of the new people that it's not like anywhere else. I'll let you know that right now. It's not like anywhere else um, or that I've been on the internet. I'm sure there must be other communities. We're not that unique. But when it comes to self-expression, all of us express with ownership of what we're expressing and with deep self-awareness. So you don't get arguments and stuff. You know, no one's making digs at each other or arguing with each other or doing all of that stuff. I mean, we could if we wanted to, but everyone's too aware of themselves and that every statement is an I statement. Everywhere you look, you find yourself. So whatever you're looking for from a community, you will find that there. You know, people that are looking to argue with others or to take offense, you'll find it. We will always find that, right? Anyway, I'm gonna stop rambling. I love you guys. I will see you all next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.